Welcome to another episode in this podcast series, and this is actually our last episode in the podcast series, Emotional Survival for the Holidays, Stress, Survival. I'm Carlene Savage, conflict resolution expert and your host. This episode is about how to know when it's working. How can you tell? Is it just a crapshoot? <laughs> is it just a, yes, I'm going to tell myself it worked. How do you know? There's an easy way to know when you're in the IT world, like my daughter. Um, it's either working or it's not. That's super simple. But how do you know in an emotional or stress survival mode? How do you know when the decisions you've made, the way you're living in your holiday season, how do you know when it's working? Right? You've made a decision. You've answered one question. What is the ultimate goal that for you that you want to get out of the holiday season? Mine was basking in the glow, remember? So how can I tell? And I'm asking, I'm going to ask you to maybe to help yourself. You could journal one event, one day, just journal. You've got 90 days in the holiday season. And maybe you journal about one event that you attended, one activity you did, one day you lived. And I'm going to show you how to tell. Um, there was a time that I was a campaign manager. Um, it was a nonpartisan campaign. So that means it's not Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Green. It's not anything. It's just nonpartisan. And I was the campaign manager. And this is regarding and about truth and kind of seeing truth for what it is. Because a lot of times when we start reviewing or self-reviewing how things are working, how well they went, we, of course, always put ourselves in a positive light, right? But I was campaign manager for a gentleman, and it's also about owning your stuff. Um, when we tell truths, that's the, that's the whole problem with social media. That's everybody's angst with social media is because they say the truth, they say what the truth is, but then they live a truth. And that's what this moment, that's what this episode is about, is about the truth, the authentic, genuine truth. So when I was campaign manager for this man, um, you set up a lot of events. Um, and one of the events that you set up are what they call open houses, or you could call them just, you know, personal gatherings, where you find somebody in the community that has friends and um, or you find somebody notable in the community that has a lot of influence. So it could be a school board member. It could be um, somebody who has a big house, somebody who's a leader in a church, or even a quasi-leader in a church. Um, you find those people, you ask them to have an open house for your candidate, and then they invite their friends. It's just a house gathering. So these open houses we would have, as we would do that, um, we discovered that people were coming to me, talking to me. And I would make jokes and um, the candidate and I, we played well off of each other. So I would say things about him and he would say things about me and we just have this little banter and people would come to me and talk to me afterwards. And that's normal too except that the feeling I could feel, the feeling we could see, the gathering people around me versus gathering people around him, 
What I did to adjust is I would stand near him, and that way I could play off of him, and we would banter. And I put him in a very real setting. I made him touchable, real, things that people could relate to with him because of the way we bantered. And so what we discovered is the truth. So if I were journaling that day, um, what we would discover is people were, were drawn to me. People were asking me questions. People were, were treating me like I was their friend. People were um, confiding in me their issues, their problems, their challenges. People were talking about what they wanted to see for this person's job and role. It was kind of cool. And it was truth. And so what we ended up doing is, A, I had to own it and not be, oh, no, no, it's a really okay. If I wanted my candidate to win, I had to own it. Um, just And the reason I'm sharing this is because just like in IT, it's working or it's not, you have to be able to tell yourself the truth. So I had to own that. And then I had to, <coughs> pardon me, and then I had to put it in perspective. How could I use that usefully without... Um, without hurting the authenticity of their interaction, without making them actually feel used, but using the power that we had together. So that was, that I started standing closer to him. I'd call him into my circle. Those are the things that I started doing. Well, so it worked so well that at these open houses, at every public meeting, I would kind of be the opening act. <laughs> And that is, I would stand up and I would introduce the reasons why I got involved, the reasons why I took the job, the reasons why I was there. And that became a very personal relationship between me and the audience. And then I would turn it over to him. And then he would make his presentation and talk about his talking points and then afterwards he'd turn it back or he'd say, you know, I'm going to be here. And then I'd walk back up to the front or into the group, or I'd speak up and go, okay, so if you guys have any questions, we're going to be available and we're going to be around. And I would go and stand near him because we saw very quickly the reality, the truth. And that is more people flock to me than flock to him. So let's, let's utilize that. Let's be fair to that without breaking their trust. Um, because I was really big on, I'm not using these people, but I'm here for my candidate and just mingling with me isn't going to help. So they, they need to trust him. They need to trust what he says. And if they're going to tell me concerns, I'm going to turn it over to him and say, Hey, you know, what do you think of this? And I'll, you know, and then we can banter and we could play off each other. That is what that looks like. So when I asked you to journal or to write about one day, one event, one, one, um, social, one activity, one something, this, these are the things that I want you to look at. And I shared the story with you so that you can see, tell the truth, tell the truth on yourself. And if you are in the limelight, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. We keep talking about that in, in our public arenas and social media. Own your stuff. Be the woman. Be empowered. 
And yet we don't understand what that really looks like. That looks like in the privacy of your own mind. That's what that looks like. In the privacy of your own mind, are you empowered? In the privacy of your own mind, do you understand your value? In the secrets that you tell yourself, do you say, hey, I know I'm good. I have daughters and um, one of my um, one of my rules was I never compared and I never name called. Very important. Um, it's something that I grew up with, I despised, and I didn't want. And so that was a rule. So when my children were growing up, now when I got older, then I'd say the word stupid. But when they were growing up, no, I didn't. Um, I would never call them names. I would never compare one to the other. Um, there were moments that I said things and they brought it back and I've had to reconcile some of those and go, oh, well, wait a But it was not a mantra in our house. So when our kids grew up, literally, they grew up having an incredible confidence. Incredible. So I have daughters and all of them, one of my daughters, when she was, I don't know, a teenager, sitting on the carpet, she said, she's talking about her friends and how they're all saying, oh, I'm so this, I'm so fat, I'm so ugly, I, I wish I was you, and, and, and they were having all these issues. And, and I said, oh, well, that's their self-esteem. And she looked at me and she said, am I supposed to have a problem with myself? And in that moment, it was a truth moment, I had to go, wow. You're a teenager and that's the confidence you have? Wow, I love that. I love it. Then as my younger daughters grew up, my they they started dating. My one daughter dated pretty heavily um, all the time, like multiple dates a week. And she would get with these men and they would say something like, oh my gosh, you are beautiful. And she'd say, I know. Now, even when I share that story among women, they giggle, they laugh. Why? Because they don't think in their secret chambers of their mind that that's what her response should be. They think that's arrogant, conceited, vain. That's the truth. But the problem was she grew up never knowing anything else other than you're beautiful. Yes, you're capable. You want to do that? Absolutely, you can do that. You want to try that? Try it. Wow, that didn't work? No problem. What are you going to do next? You know, what do you want to do? What does it look like? Forward thinking. That was the view. And it was never about, well, you're really not made for that. Or, you know, you don't, you don't really have that skill. It's like, well, what, what skills do you need for that? Okay, how are you going to get them? Forward thinking. So when my, when she was dating and then the other ones, my sons, my sons, somebody said something to my son. Now my, one of my sons is 30 years old. Somebody said something to my son and he goes, what? And he got angry and he said, what are you saying? Are you telling me I don't look good? Cause he's put on weight. He goes, are you telling me I don't look good? Are you serious? And that was so interesting because 
He called me up and he goes, this is what they said. He goes, and I told them, are you serious? Then what you're telling me is everything my mother said to me is a lie. He goes, my mother has been telling me my whole life. I am so handsome. I am so beautiful. Are you telling me that I'm not? Are you serious? And he was genuinely stunned. So when I say own your stuff, I'm not talking about the social media stuff and the rants that people go through because they really can't own it either. What I'm saying is own the voices in your head. If the voices in your head are, are saying something, listen to it, adjust it. But in this particular instance of how to test, how do you know if what you've done, if that one goal that you chose, if you were successful with it, journal it for one day, as you apply that one single goal that you want out of the holiday. And I want you to journal it. And this is the truth that you need to ask. Because remember that ping I told you about that I shared in, in another episode, that ping with my daughter where I said she didn't have vision and I had a ping. Okay. I had to be honest with that. So when she came back, I didn't take the position of what are you talking about? Oh my gosh, you're making a big deal out of it. I didn't do that. So when you are accounting, when you're journaling for that one day, here's some questions I want you to ask. Scale of one to 10. How did you feel inside? on that particular event, because you're focused on the goal, the one goal. My goal was to bask in the holidays. So how did I feel? Did I feel like I basked in the holidays at this event? I feel like I took it in, drank it in, lingered when it was good. How do I feel about that on a scale of one to 10? How did people react to me when I was doing that, when I was experiencing that? How did people react to me and that's where you, you pay attention to those pings. How did they react when I said, Ooh, how did they react when I just smiled at them? Overall, how did they react? What kinds of comments were said when I made comments? So I've been in groups and in gatherings and I've, you know, I've sat quiet for a while and I'll make a comment. And somebody will say, wow, that's pretty deep. But on their face, their face might be saying, I'm not sure. So how did they respond? What kinds of comments came back? What kinds of feedback were confirmed? What kind of facial expressions? What kind of, did they, did they reach out and put their arm around you? Did they say, wow, that's so cool. Or I hadn't thought of it that way or, hmm. And that was sufficient. Did they walk away from you feeling one of those mantras, feeling like you lifted them where they stood, feeling better because they were around you, feeling like you made them better because you were around. Did it just, what was that feeling? I want you to journal those thoughts, scale of one to 10. How did you feel inside? How did people react to you when they engaged? What kinds of comments or feedbacks were confirmed? Remember, put at the top, what was the one goal that you wanted out of that event? That's the one goal you're trying to get out of the holiday season. What is that one goal? 
Put that at the top of your journal page. Do the one thing, the one day, the one event, the one situation, the one party, the one whatever. And you're going to go just to achieve that goal. And then you have all of your other tools, the mantras, what to do when maybe something comes out of your mouth that didn't come out quite right, um, the rules of thumb, the tools to know the signs when something's going dark, what to do when it seems like somebody's dealing with anxiety. It's all yours. It's all yours now. These are the tools. If I were working with crisis right now, if I were working in the courtrooms right now, these are tools that I would use. These are tools that work more, most of the time. And I'm guessing that this would work for every single person that's listening to this podcast series. I would love if you would send me a little note, little email, little reply. Um, go to my website, send me an email, whatever you want to do. I'm in inviting you to join me. Join me not just for this. If you're interested in more, go to my website, carlenesavage.com. That's how you got to this episode, I believe. If not, there it is. You can reach out to me. Find me on Facebook. Something. But I would love to hear how did your what was your goal and how did it go you guys deserve to have a holiday season that leaves you relaxed relieved different it should be the holiday that you want and i'm telling you it's a holiday you deserve you have been doing the hard stuff alone for way too long this is yours I wish you all the blessings, all the blessings that the holiday has for you. It's waiting for you. It is yours. <laughs>